0: Hi everybody, this is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh,
1: baby. Have you lost weight only to gain it right back after returning to your routine? Did your diet work for someone else but not you? Rockin' That ID Life helps you understand your genetic makeup to find a lifestyle that fits your needs. Together, you and rockinthatidlife.com can focus on your health and meet your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com.
0: Center Ice Brewery is a proud sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. If you haven't heard, Center Ice Brewery beer is now exclusively available at beer stores around town. So make sure you pick some up on your next milk and eggs run. That's Center Ice Brewery. Please drink responsibly.
1: Get ready to hear some noise tonight! You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues!
2: Radio! Let's have a Donnybrook! Eric Brewer was so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Are we like Corp? Are we suspended? I
0: I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick
2: tape? You don't need it!
1: No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff. On Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys.
2: Hey, Blues fans. I like to consider myself a friend of the show. This is TSN analyst and former Blues netminder Jamie McLennan, And here's Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio.
1: Welcome to Season 10, Episode 37 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is the fully vaccinated, often imitated, but never duplicated, we make you want to shout, kick your heels up and shout, throw your hands up and shout, throw your head back and shout, come on now, hey, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. That's a wild goal song for those that uh, know I'm, I'm doing a little trolling here. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by RockinThatIDLife.com, the home of getting yourself where you want to be physically and by centericebrewery.com, St. Louis's wonderfully crafted hockey-themed beer found at local grocery stores and liquor stores in the St. Louis area. We are broadcasting live on Wednesday, May 12, 2022. This is franchise episode number 355 all-time. I am Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by the Bash Brothers. Kurt Price and Bill Day and we'll be chatting about a certain team that has a 3-2 series lead on the Minnesota Wild. Don't forget to find us on every social media platform and watch us as guests on Hee Haw Saturday night at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. We are dual live streaming on Facebook and YouTube so hello to the live audience and thanks for joining us. Gentlemen how are we doing tonight?
0: Hello fellow kids uh, Good um, do I, you know couldn't be better. Uh, up 3-2 in the series. Uh, my daughter's softball team won tonight. We're 4-0. You know, things are going well. Things are just falling right into place. Shen is not a dirty player. It's just awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Shen is a lovey, lovable man if you're a Blues fan. Yeah. Yeah. He's been no, great. Really hits whatsoever. <laughs> nope, not at all. No,
0: not at all. Uh,
1: Bill, we, uh, we missed you earlier in the week as we've gone to two shows a week, folks. For those that may not know. Uh, Bill, um, you know, how about that, uh, that those games in St. Louis and, you know, coming into game five, were you pretty confident or did you feel kind of, uh-oh?
2: Um, yes, those are crickets.
1: What are I, I was I going to say?
2: Yeah, I've, I've got my window open. So, actually, no, they're, it's not crickets. It's tree frogs. So oh, have fun editing okay. those out. That's oh. not going to happen. No. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Frogs. For those on
1: for those on the podcast, we're actually sitting around a campfire right now in Bill's backyard.
2: <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, if only, if only. Yeah. No. It's um my uh my podcast studio slash office is in the second floor, and with this uh you know early start to summer that we've got, it's nasty hot up here. So I've got a fan in the window and Unfortunately the uh, air conditioning isn't so effective right now and uh, with, uh, you know, with the heat of the day
0: my my AC uh stopped blowing uh, out the registers so today I noticed Oops. so I was like what's going on Checked the fan and the the you know the downstairs unit and that was fine the out uh, the outdoor unit was on it was fine so I took it all apart and I had to had to clean it had some dust build up and it's fine mm. now it's, it's still working to get the temp down though it was what 92 here today something
2: like Cats. that yeah we we got our half week of spring last week and i pretty much missed it so yeah but yeah. uh yeah that's um, about it yeah yeah you uh you were asking me um before the tree frog so rudely interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, how I was feeling coming into this, since I uh, didn't get a chance to weigh in, um, had had a bit too much life happening um, Monday night, wasn't able to uh, uh, to join the show. So appreciate you guys towing the weight as you always do, anyway. Um, yeah.
1: No, that's uh, that's the beauty of having three hosts, too. Honestly, yeah. is that when one of us can't make it, we can still do a show, and it's not a problem. I'll admit. I didn't say this before the show last on Monday, but, you know, you texted us and said, you know, hey, guys, sorry, I'm out. And then I texted Kurt and said, hey, you're still in, right? And I didn't hear from him, from you for, what, 10 minutes? And I'm thinking, uh-oh, I might be doing the show by myself. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I've, I was good to go.
2: Yeah, Called Justin Wilson. Hey, what are you doing, bud? Jump on <laughs> right now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... it's uh, um...
1: It, yeah, no that's and again uh, that's the beauty of the three hosts that's uh not yeah. a luxury that every podcast has
2: no it, it absolutely is and uh yeah like I said appreciate you guys uh, you know doing it live without me on Monday so um but yeah um, I, I certainly felt uh you know I uh, I, I vented a little bit, uh, after the Friday game and, um, almost got into one of my famous fuck you, Kurt moments with Kurt, uh, on our chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was, I was and, waiting for it. I was waiting for uh, a rebuttal. It was there. one.
0: It I was there, but it, it was there, but I deleted <laughs> it.
1: So,
2: um, yeah, I was, I was, uh, a little was, bit off the rails yeah you were you were and i didn't fall for it this time Um, (laughs) there is some great there's
1: some great commentary right now going on in the chat first of all have to call out more that girl uh who is just one of my favorite people and if i weren't married i tell you what (laughs) <laughs> yes. awful is, is that right?
0: right yeah right.
1: We'll, we'll settle this off here yeah we will uh she says geez what is with you guys actually starting on time second time this week that i've missed the first part of the show um what's different Wouldn't say this week it. fellas yeah well jeff jeff goes you ready to go all right let's go
0: boom go i'm like i'm not okay all right i'll yeah. get stuff ready to go
1: and, i'm uh, uh, we're going
0: we're going live. I am,
1: I am one of those people that when I am when I am good to go, I've got everything set, and I'm the one running the show. It's time to go, and I just kind of tell Bill and Kurt. Kurt's much more generous. Kurt's a, like, I'm "Oh, a, guys, settle in. Let's talk for a little bit." I'm like, "Nope, we're going. Let's go."
0: I'm, fa- I'm a I'm a traditionally fashionably late guy. That's true. That's, I, I I but I well actually that, take that back. I'm never early and I'm never late. I always arrive <laughs> precisely when I intend to.
1: There you go. I like that. Um, so, some great early chances here for comment of the show from some people. Um, Matt Harris says, uh, Crickets, is Bill reporting live from Ottawa's arena? Uh, and oh, then the Meeker says, just... Matt, I think it's Nashville's arena. Oh, uh, Matt Harris then says, oh, too soon, Meeker. And Paul Parashak, who that might be a new live listener. Ooh no Brit no Bridgestone arena has more LGB chance good stuff early guys you're bringing your game tonight well,
0: bill and I witnessed that uh firsthand we the the blues fans were drowning out the uh, predators fans when we were there
2: yeah it
1: was
0: great
2: yeah that's uh it was beautiful um you know with, especially with that stupid rule that they can no longer enforce because of you know the third party ticket sale uh, market Um yeah, loved going in there and being a part of that and drowning those lovely folks out.
0: Lovely folks. They were, you they, know what, the, the folks we argued right. with, perfectly right. great people. They were, I mean, I'm sure sh- every fan base has his fair share of ass hats but right. the, the people we talked to, uh, I thought, were right. well, the one guy by you, Bill, was kind of, uh, you said, was kind of a little annoying, but the well, people that you know, I mean, generally were pretty nice. I'm,
2: I never interacted with them. Everybody I actually talked to and had hockey conversation with, you know, knowledgeable, you know, good, sure. good, you know, good fans. But yeah, there was the one ass hat who kept uh, chanting Russo. Russo. Hey Russo. Yes. Good old uh, Rene. Matt
0: Harris says wild and five. Am I right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah oh, I you will know say funny. I, I had a friend. Oh, go ahead.
0: Well, I was going to say, no, it's funny. Is, I mean, the series is not over yet by any means, right? Got one more huge game to win. But I'd like to kind of reflect back on all these uh, expert uh, uh, analytic based uh, reports that giving the wild like a 66 to 33% edge to win the series. Um, And I'm looking at it and I'm like, how in the hell do they, we talked about this, did they come up with that? And it's, not panning it's panning out the way we thought as opposed to the expert models predicted but it's not done yet so well let's face we'll, it a
1: 66 to 33% chance would basically put the wild winning in five or six in my opinion and at the very least this is going seven games so the blues clearly uh have right. outperformed what the analytics have said
2: right Right. You mean, if if the Wild win, it has to go seven games at this point. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. Which makes it a very
2: even series.
0: Well, hopefully we can talk uh, more about that and laugh about that next show.
1: Yes. Let's hope. Uh, Well, fellas, let's get into our official beers of episode number 355. Remember, you can follow each of us on the untapped app uh, Untapped app. Uh, Kurt is uh, C-Price 12, I am J-Potter 94, Bill is Billy Blue Note 33, and as we've done all season, I will lead us off. Uh, I tonight am drinking one of my favorites, uh, Kurt, you inspired me last uh, show to go out and, and uh, get some good summer beer, so okay. oh, that's a bad glare trying to make that better, but it's hard to do. Uh, summer Lager from Schlafly, which by the way, I think that's a, is that a new can design? I think it is.
0: Maybe. I think the logo in the middle is the same. Maybe the outside is different.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, summer lager just, again, one of my favorite. uh, Literally on a Saturday, I go out, I mow my lawn in the morning, I grab myself a summer lager. It is so refreshing to be able to just drink one of those while I'm doing my lawn. So just a great sipping summer beer. Uh, We're to uh, Kurt or Bill. I think it's Bill. Bill. It's Bill. That's the order.
2: I was working on putting it in on railroad all the long <laughs> day. <laughs> I don't know why that
1: caught me in such a silly laugh. That was good. Uh, <laughs> all a long day. <laughs> well,
2: I oh, nice. did it wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. Um, over way. here. Other way. Barely...
0: Check no, no, back. Nice. I'm, I've had the yep. Chuck Pilsner there on draft. It's good.
2: Yep. I uh I had that the that was the last Center ice beer that I had at uh at the game. I forget which game it was, but it was the only one I could find. Um the last game the Schnooks was completely sold out of the beauty you couldn't find oldering a lager anywhere in the building, so um I uh I popped into uh Randall's um the newest Randall's, the one um, on the hill today, and they had a decent selection of Center Ice Brewery that's, beers on the shelf. So I that's good to up. know. So
1: the, the uh, Randall's out in the hill is there's a lot of Center yeah. Ice there, huh? Did you see yep. the new uh, the new beauty there by chance? No,
2: no, they oh, were completely sold out of beauty. Okay, so no, yeah, I'm th- still looking for change? that. I haven't found see, that yet.
0: Did you see the post uh, that they made about? They're actively, obviously, looking for a new home. And you saw the one. I was like, when they showed it, I'm like, St. Genevieve?
1: Yeah. What? Yeah, (laughs) it was a
0: cool building. Cool building would have been a really cool thing for them to do. But, wow, that'd be far away. It's like an hour and a half away almost for me from here.
1: Was it in St. Genevieve or was it just the St. Genevieve
2: building? No, it was in St. Genevieve, yeah. Oh, no. Nope. But yeah, their yeah, post today. Yeah, their post <laughs> today cool, that they backed out of it. So, yeah. I was they, like, fine. They, they were not following through, I guess we should say. Yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Uh, well, they, you got to imagine it's probably really cheap real estate out there. But sure, yeah. at the same time, like they literally just put a post up where do you want us to have our next building? And I mean, it was St. Louis County, St. Charles, St. Louis City. What'd you go for? I voted uh, St. Louis County.
0: I voted City. Actually I voted I made my own map for them. Did oh, you see what I did? Of course you did. I I I, I put a little <laughs> Would beer bottle in Sharpie? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah, you should go here. Um no, it was like uh, everything uh, south of uh south of forty and uh, a little bit south of forty Yeah, that triangular area from downtown I... out to two seventy.
1: I would love that. That's only yeah. about twenty minutes, maybe from my house. Maybe, maybe even fifteen. I'd yeah. love it.
0: That'd be a that'd be a cool spot anywhere in that big long triangle from the from uh, St. Louis City down uh, to two seventy, where the triangle fans out that area there.
1: I agree. That'd be awesome. I'd like. Hey, that's that's a perfect compromise for me because that's really not that far. So I'd love it. Mm-hmm uh matt harris says yep. that saint genevieve building was beautiful though definitely a neat yes. idea of making a brewery bnb experience yeah. yeah that was uh that was a cool building i did look through those images very cool
0: yep standalone building too it's Been nice they've been cool
1: yep uh, uh oh go ahead
0: oh it's in my beer you want me to do my beer
1: oh we haven't done that you haven't done you yet no. that's right no, let's I, do kurt trying
0: to, i'm trying to get it in here
1: let's all do Kirk. uh I, did I do this
0: last week? The three one yes, two Shandy. I you did I it on two, uh,
1: Monday. I'm,
0: I'm going back to back. So three since, one since, two uh, good stuff. Since it was a was it followed a win, maybe I'll just keep doing this until we
2: lose. Three one two. That's shandy. what
1: I did in 2019. I need to hey, stop we'll, switching so, it up.
2: Shandy can. That's, oh, that's shandy my can. second. That's my second. And I nice. I, I I bought the uh, desktop fridge, a la Ponder. So cool. nice. nice. What happened which to one did your, you get? Uh,
0: same Adams fridge.
2: It's not in the basement. Uh, okay. I just don't want to run down there.
1: I'm lazy. <laughs> What's right. uh, what, what, which one did you get of the the little can fridge?
2: Uh, the red Frigidaire one from Target. Oh, nice! Very cool. So,
1: Good work. Well, I'm glad I can, I can inspire fit. you.
2: Yeah, I can fit uh, sixteen ounce tall boys in there. So. Oh that's shit! Nice. Now I
1: need to get another one. Might have to get two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History account. Uh, today is May 11th, 2022. We've got two of them today. May 11th, 1968. The St. Louis Blues were swept in the Stanley Cup finals by Montreal Canadiens. Glenn Hall uh, would later be named the Smythe winner for the playoffs. And back then, which I actually did not know this, uh, voting was done by ballot by the Board of Governors, which is uh, very huh. interesting. Yeah, and, changes. I think that yeah. the,
0: the media used to vote for the stars of the game, correct? Now that's different.
1: I thought they still say the media votes, but I've never.
0: Uh, I think Korak recently said that they no longer vote. Someone else does.
1: So who does it? Is it just somebody that the team?
0: I wanted to say it's someone from the home arena that votes. Mm. Uh, so like a few people or one person, whatever. Mm. That's yeah, the impression maybe.
1: I got. That might be correct. All right. And on May 11, 2016, Robbie Fabry, at the age of 20 years and 100 days, became the youngest NHL player to record three points. That was a goal and two assists in a game seven in the St. Louis Blues 6-1 win versus the Dallas Stars as they advanced to the Western Conference Finals. Uh, so, Robbie Fabry, uh, that was before both knee surgeries, correct?
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, that was that was his amazing run uh through that playoff series uh, which continued on. He was by far the best player against the Sharks in the conference final. And isn't just
0: Isn't that uh, when uh, Crawford attacked him? That's the same same season, same playoff run?
1: Uh 16.
0: I think that the year we played the Blackhawks, that's the year we had yeah. Yeah, cuz yeah, that, that was the last that was the Blackhawks.
1: Yep, and Crawford yeah, right.
0: attacked, uh, attacked uh, Daletti, God, uh, attacked Average. Fabric yeah. uh, for no reason. It was ab- yeah. absurd. It was like he went. I mean, what people accuse Bennington of doing and being—that's what Crawford did there. It was like for, it was like for nothing.
1: Uh, well, guys, we will talk Blues and Wild Game Five and look ahead to Game Six after a word from our friends over at rockinthatidlife.com. dot com. And guys, I will preface the commercial by saying because of today's heat. This might be a little outdated. It's springtime, and I know in my house, it's such a good feeling to open up the windows and let the breeze roll in for new life in my home. Your body's no different. Detoxifying your body can reduce any inflammation, purify your blood, help with weight loss, improve sleep, and boost your circulation. Don't just go after those detoxifiers that only focus on the gut and bowel, though. If you're going to do it, do it for real the all-new detox box from rockin cleans all all your systems, flushing your kidneys and balls, detoxifying your liver, and restoring your microbiome for full homeostasis. You'll feel re-energized, restored, and renewed. Make your order now and receive a free detox water bottle with your order. Visit RockinThatIDLife.com or email Dustin at rockin'thatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you to receive an additional 10% off your order. That's RockinThatIDLife.com and give your body that much-needed spring cleaning today.
0: Uh, speaking of the uh, heat um, and how hot it was today, uh, I did myself a favor and stayed out of the kitchen.
2: Oh Nicely my. done. Nicely oh my. done. <laughs> that's,
0: that's a thinker
2: the, for you guys, huh? <laughs> it's, it's a dad joke <laughs> if I've ever heard one. That's you, definitely you're a, mastering I, I, the craft. I,
0: obviously, I could not take the heat, so... Yes, I indeed did stay out of the kitchen
2: today. Yeah, I did the same thing and we <laughs> ordered fire and smoke for dinner. It was <laughs> the best decision I made all day.
0: I turned the break. I, I have a joke. I have a joke. And yeah, Jeff's literally, like,
1: I'm, I'm me, expecting me, this. I'm expecting look this disappointment great in and hilarious joke, and then I get that.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, son of a like, bitch. Yeah, well.
1: Bill, real quick, let me... Uh, I'm going to totally spring this on you, so sorry to kind of put you on the hot seat here. But um, you weren't here last episode. Uh, have you what? seen the new hype video the Blues put out?
2: Um, I've seen it, um, but have not... uh haven't, like... I, I had it on in the background. Didn't, okay, like, so do you, you have thoughts and, on it? Um. We I mean, talked about this last episode. Um, I didn't hate it from what I saw of it, but you know, I I didn't sit down to take notes and judge it or anything like that. So
1: okay, do that right now. We'll wait.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: <clears throat> now the like, the consensus between well. the consensus between Kurt and I was basically that maybe the song's okay, maybe, but it's not a hype mm-hmm. song. You can't start a playoff series at home with a song that nobody knows and expect people to get into it and get rowdy. That was the consensus right between Kurt and I.
0: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think they also, it was when the Blues go marching in, it's it's like the pretty much the title of it, right? Like a a modern Mm -hmm. take on the Blues. And it's like, Mm -hmm. there's hardly any of that in it. Yeah, You know what I mean? There's, like a, there's a little bit of reference to it, but that's it. It's like, where is the, I see no tie-ins to the Blues Go Marching In whatsoever, but whatever.
1: Well, and I hate to say yeah. it, too, that if you're going to go that route and you're going to go with local musicians, which I love, don't get me wrong, it's got to be notable people. You know, if Steve Ewing's up there rocking his guitar on the big screen, people are probably going to go nuts. But no offense to the two gentlemen that I saw that, that were involved, I had no clue who they were.
2: Yeah. Well, isn't isn't the um, the backup vocals guy or the secondary vocals guy? Doesn't he sometimes perform the national anthem with the a guy with guitar? the guitar, the,
0: the clean cut yeah. looking guy? Yeah, the, the oh, is Bible, that him? Uh, like young young Sheldon grown up looking yeah. guy? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah.
1: Sheldon. <laughs> Well
2: no, yeah, I guess. No. a little, a little,
1: a little yeah.
0: he looks like he's never said a bad word in his life, goes to church every Sunday, you know what I mean? Sells Bibles um, on the weekends. Saving himself for marriage, that kind of Was guy. Was
1: that really the same guy? The same guy what? The same guy that Let does the national anthem with the guitar.
0: Yeah, that's him. That's,
1: that's him? The, Man, I had no idea.
0: Oh, we're talking about the same guy? The same guy is who? The like the in the in-game host that does some stuff?
1: No, 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 no. The guy who does the national anthem with the guitar, yeah, sometimes, and yeah. the guy that was in the the Blues Go Marching In video. No, 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 no. No, it's not the same guy. Okay.
0: No, no, I don't think so. I.
2: Um. No. So where is it? Is this on the app? Is it only in the app? Probably. I think it's on the, the app. app. It's on the website too.
1: At this point they were wasting everyone's time, so we can, <laughs> All right. we can you, move you on. guys you guys move ahead. I will I will study it and let you know my thoughts. Okay. okay. <laughs> so game five in Minnesota. Blues take this one and now have a three two series lead. Uh you know what, Bill? I'm going to stop you from what you're doing and ask you your thoughts on the goaltending <laughs> with Jordan Biddington. Uh, going into game four, what would what, what would you have done? Would you do you agree with starting Bennington, or would you want back to Husso?
2: Oh no, absolutely! I'm going with Bennington until he loses. He's so
1: in, the, in game four. In, in game four, right? In,
2: right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. So 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 who lost
0: lost back to back. Right.
2: Right. Husso lost back to back and didn't look like it. Looked like he was losing confidence. It was a no brainer to go to Bennington in game four and. I, I thought that he may have benefited from from some luck and some poor shooting choices by the wild and what I worried about going into game five was that they would make some adjustments on their their shot choices. Uh, but Bennington probably you know you know being the professional he is went back watched the tape, Saw probably ten times more what I saw, um, in in terms of you know the what he was giving up and the wild work trying to take, and uh, I think he fixed it. And uh, you know, going into Game Five, absolutely needed to see Bennington in the pipe or between the pipes. And it's uh, you know he, let's be honest, the, the two goals by Kaprizov, he's not stopping either of those. I know. Uh, Pang or Kelly you know, said that he, you know, the second goal, he was off his angle, but yeah those are right. otherworldly shots,
0: world class shots. Yeah, class shot. shots. yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, come on, uh, there's such homers for all kinds of stuff, yeah. and just, just play the homer there. That was a great. I mean, you can't stop that one.
1: Yeah. Um, and, uh, by the way, Kurt, can you block Matt Harris, please? Uh, why was he doing? Is he, His, being a, is he being a Harris again? Well, yeah, you responded to it. His Chelsea dagger comment. Go to hell oh, that, Chelsea Harris.
0: You know, I wish yeah, it'd be funny to, uh, use Chelsea dagger and just try and take it from the Blackhawks since, you know, they're not using it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But you know what? That brings me back shades of when Bruins fans are trying to steal Gloria.
0: Yeah, that was annoying. And that was, uh, yeah. what's his name? Uh, Pete Blackburn was, was I don't want to be that too?
1: Yeah, I don't want to be that That's a douchebag thing to do. No. So, no, I'm good. Um. So, yeah, Bennington back in net for this game. Flurry goes back in for the wild. Uh, Nick Letty and Robert Bertuzzo return to the lineup after early series injuries. Uh, Scandella, who was knocked out in game four again, was out in this game. And then Tory Krug is still out with his injury. Uh, so again, for the second straight game, the Blues rolled with eleven forwards and seven defensemen. Uh, so uh, worked for them last time. Why veer away from it?
0: Nine four and one now. After this game, we're going with eleven and seven this season. So uh, I mean, it, it works for them. You know, they they yeah. they they do well with it. And Letty, I, I I mean, it's so funny to look back. You know, when we got Letty and and the, the different comments that were made when we got him, right? A lot of negativity because they were expecting something, di- a different kind of defenseman to come on board. But it's so funny how, you know, Letty has proven to have been a very substantial addition to this team, almost like glue for the defense in a way. Um, and uh, he's such a stabilizing force uh, yeah. amongst the depth in our, on our D. And it's just, uh, he's important. And uh, getting him back, it's just a, I mean, watching the watching the
1: the watching the quick outs that he causes, Mm -hmm. uh, just being like when they shoot the puck in and we'll talk about Biddington being a big factor that this game, too. But um, just watching them when they shoot it in, he's always first one back um, and he's he's always finding a way to get the puck out of the zone, whether it's carrying it out, passing it out, lifting it to center. Uh, The analytics showed that and you see it every game when he plays.
0: Did you see a subpar Welder's comment on the YouTube chat? Don't ever play Lady of Spain again. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Beauty.
1: Uh, so, Paul uh,
0: uh, well, Perishak, just have organ music. That that was a big gripe from blues fans years ago, back when we started to play more, you know, rock and roll, modern music and stuff, or classic, whatever, it, uh, piped in music uh, and less uh, organ music. That was a that was a thing, and fans were kind of upset about that. But.
1: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, I, I, we're never going to go back to full Oregon. I wish we did yeah, no, it's not going to happen.
2: I like it when there's a good mix of stuff, mm-hmm. and there's not Country Roads every game. Oh, oh my God. Or, or, yeah, let's yeah, get rest one. already. But the you know the the last couple of games I went to were weekend games, and the the full DJ experience was a little over the top for me. For that, yeah, I don't like I that get whole it. hype
1: man I, thing. That's just yeah. silly. dumb. You don't dumb. need that. It, Patrico's cool and all,
0: but yeah, the, the whole the whole idea is just dumb.
1: Well, he's not yeah. even the hype man anymore. It's I mean, I'm I mean, saying he was but back when they had it. Right. They don't have a hype man now, do they? they don't have a hype yeah, man. they do. No, they they have a DJ. That, yeah, I'm sorry, oh, it's a yeah, DJ. Okay. Yeah. Not
0: the same. But yeah. That's but, but,
1: pretty much what Patrico did though. Was that he uh, would mix music and then he would, you know, get on the microphone and be like, Come on, get loud blues fans. Yeah, That's basically was, what this guy it was, does. It was yeah.
2: cheesy. I hated it. Yeah, I still hate yeah, it. I don't like it. Yeah, it's just I mean, I'm old, so <laughs> part of me is like,
1: It's too <laughs> loud. It's too loud. Turn it down. That reminds <laughs> me of then, one of my favorite lines from an announcement. It was actually Gary Thorne. And I remember just laughing at him and just thinking he was sounded foolish, which I still to this day think he was. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I think it was, uh, it would have been game five of 2001 Western final with the avalanche and blues where uh, actually it might've been game three when Scott Young scored in overtime. Um they are lining up for the face-off, and it's overtime, you know, game's going on late, and you hear him and Clement get pretty quiet. And you just hear Gary Thorne go, well, you turn the music down. I mean, God, it's every, between every whistle. It's nonstop until the puck drops. Turn it down. And you hear Bill Clement just go, yeah. And that was it. And they just started calling the play. And I was like <laughs> – Wow, you sound like old men. <laughs> <laughs> you know, coming
0: in this game, uh, uh, going eleven forwards, seven defensemen, uh, and losing nine, four, and one with that that uh, that setup. In uh, the team who wins game five is statistically goes on to win the series seventy nine point one percent of the time. Yep. So if you like stats, this I game do is huge. like stats.
1: This Thanks game for is m- huge. They the Blues out.
0: already won Game that. One, which is the other must you know the other game that people point to. Oh, the team that wins the first game of the series wins sixty percent of the time. So the Blues won that one, and now they've won Game Five. So we're we're knocking off the uh, key win games of series.
1: Austin Lynch says, "Good evening, fellas. Keep me entertained while at the gym. Uh, you better be at the gym, uh, Mr. Lynch, because I spoke." with your goalie's dad of your roller hockey team. And uh, you, I heard about your big loss to end the season. So you better come back strong in hockey, your freshman what's year he, college, son.
0: What's he, is he like the towel boy or something at the gym? Or what is he? Like he hand towels to the guys working out yeah, or something?
1: Maybe. Yeah, I could see that.
0: <laughs> okay. There's like a shower. He's in the showers just handing towels to guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Nothing weird about that.
0: It's no, no, right. he's got his own little chair, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Takes tips. Uh, he prefers
2: so- He prefers to be called the Cabana Boy.
1: There the you go. Right. There you go. Uh, so not even 2.30 into the game, and Bennington goes back to play the puck. I don't know if you guys remember this play, and it eluded him and uh, just kind of hit the ref. Puck came in front. Freddie Gaudreau alertly throws it at the net, but Bennington scrambled back and made a very nice save. Um, That was just one of those we talked yeah. about last, last show, Kurt, about bounces and how it seemed like the bounces are starting to go the Blues' way finally. This was one that happened, and yeah. I thought, okay, bounces are going Minnesota's way again. I mean, it's just a weird-ass yeah. play.
2: Yeah, it, it was, you know, Minnesota had changed their tactic. It was a high rim around. They, they were not going to give Bennington the chance to play the puck early in this game, and so it was... Purposely shot up, you know, up on the glass. And, yeah, just eludes him, hits the skate right out in front. And when things aren't going your way, that puck goes in the net. But hell of a save. Hell of a scramble to get back. <laughs> yep. And he got his toe on it.
0: Yep. This pissed me off. Uh, the uh, the uh, official its a lazy play. He's not even watching the puck. He's just standing there. The puck's not coming with any you know, significant amount of speed. If he's just watching the puck, he can easily get out of the way. He doesn't, and it's just perfectly right off his blade of his skate, right out in front. Great scoring chance. And it, I mean that 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 play for him not paying attention, that play, that could have been the game. It's an early early in the game. What first minute or so? Minute and a half? Uh, uh two thirty. Two okay two thirty. There I mean yeah. if they score there, this entire game is completely different.
1: Um, so, do you guys think when the wild shot that in that whoever it was that shot it in, one of his teammates looked at him and goes, "You hit that guy," and then the guy looks at him and goes, "He shouldn't have been standing there." <laughs> <laughs> thank you, yeah. thank you very much. Yeah, uh, Down the way <laughs> <laughs> uh Blues uh, go up one nothing on the power play as Jacob Middleton got a two minute cross checking penalty on Barbashev, which I I don't know if you guys remember the
2: penalty. Yeah, How the was hell was stick. that cross checking? Yeah, oh, pushed. he pushed. I thought it was tripping of anything. It, 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 no, uh, he. I didn't he, he, tripped him at all. Two hands, two hands with stick in the lower back and pushed him down. Really? Was, huh. Yeah. I think I, he went down pretty easy
0: because he's on he's on an edge.
2: Right, I agree right. with he's, that. He's
0: cutting hard. He going, He went on really easy because he's cutting I must. Hard. Uh, I must be. Remembering That's why. I play. I I thought it was. I mean, he gets a stick on him, but I I didn't think it was a. I don't know.
1: I thought I, it I thought a stick a got him in the skates before he crossed. No, head. I
0: okay. I didn't see that well, at all. I I saw I saw like a two hander across like the lower back, but it wasn't yep. vicious. It wasn't hard. It was it was right, just a, it was show. a push. Oh right. yeah, and it, I, this was not a penalty, but I'm not going to argue it. You know, no, whatever. No.
1: Uh, so that was on Barbashev, and the Blues uh, go on the power play. Good movement by the Blues, as uh, we talked about last show. I remember who it was in the chat bitching about Perunovic not shooting enough. Well, he got the puck here. Yep. Fires a, a real good shot in front. Uh, Braden Shens there, as he usually is. Uh, he battles with three wild players, but the po- uh, the puck ends up popping out to O'Reilly, who scoops it, gets to the forehand, and then shovels it into basically an empty net as Flurry's just scrambling to find the puck. Um, and uh, just a, a very nice goal by uh, by the Blues power play to be able to capitalize here. And after that strange play with the referee, uh, just a couple minutes before that, uh, being able to go up one nothing in this game is huge.
0: I thought yeah. uh, Dumba's. If you watch this, you know you've got two players going to Shen and and uh, you know and leaves O'Reilly all alone. I think Dumba probably, you know, it's tough because it's a rebound. You turn around, you want to try and get the rebound. But, uh, you know, you got two guys that turn their back on O'Reilly who's wide open behind Dumba, and he just kind of coasts to the left and the puck comes right to him. Easy one.
2: Yeah, it, and such a great play by Perunovic. He's fit in so seamlessly on the point, on the power play, and, you know, mm-hmm. not, trying to, not trying to force distribution to the sides that, like, I think Krug had started doing a little too much. Getting to the middle, letting it go, when there's traffic in front, Great job by Shen to be there and disrupt everything. Like you said, drew both defenders, and yeah, Dumba. I I wish he would put the fifty-five back on his jersey because that would have been appropriate there. The uh, the Blues O'Reilly unattended.
0: The Blues have now scored a power play goal in every game this series. Yep, that's true. So I was feeling really good after this goal. I mean, I was too. I I, I, made that nice save on that uh, that goofy chance, and then the Blues score on the power play. So that's working again in this game, and uh, uh, you got the lead in Game Five. Teams who score first usually win. Um, and you're uh, feeling really good, um, even if the you know, well, we can talk about the next one, but uh, even if they, you know, the I thought in my head, oh, even if the Wilds score to tie it, yeah, you know, whatever, we're we're okay. We're okay.
1: Uh, so, uh, Winning Unlimited over in the YouTube chat says Shen is having a hell of a series. He is pissing off anything in green and red. And, uh, yeah. As well love as their it. fans. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. yeah. Well, I'll,
0: I'll, I'll ask Winning Unlimited. Uh, he's a honest, straightforward yeah. guy. Very honest Adam. guy. Adam. Uh, it, has uh, Braden Shen dished out three or four checks? in this series that warrant a major penalty and a game misconduct. I will, you can, you can think about that and we'll, we'll move on. And
1: that's been a discussion it. on Twitter with yeah. Kurt and a few other people. And yeah, and I've seen other people say it too, not just with Kurt. So yeah, yeah. it's just, let's, let's see, you know, people who maybe were wearing our heart on the sleeve yeah. too much. Uh, it'd be, be good uh, to get another opinion out there of a, of a smart yeah. hockey mind. Uh, Keith Price. I'm guessing this might be your niece. Uh, violet d- says hi go blues oh, yeah keith price is not my niece he's my brother well, i know violet keith is not
0: <laughs> violet is yes my niece so okay and we're pretty sure it's keith's kid
1: uh
0: <laughs> violet says hi
1: <laughs> hi violet I, hi violet hopefully you didn't just hear that hopefully you didn't hear uncle, uncle kurt <laughs> <laughs>
2: bouncing my, my, off the walls
0: my third favorite niece how you doing
2: oh that's sweet <laughs> how sweet wow Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys both said high violet that's one of my favorite national albums so I just have to point oh that wow, out. there you go yeah, yeah.
1: um so
0: speaking of national call... albums uh more that girl said i will always remember the military band playing the darkness in nashville
2: that was impressive i believe in a cool. thing called love that was that's impressive amazing. very cool that yeah, was uh, we so... talked about it.
0: everybody can sing down there <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that song was proof of it the military yep. guy just jumps. Just up like how everyone in Canada,
1: everyone in Canada can skate, right? It's the same thing.
0: Almost, yeah, yeah, just about.
1: Uh, Ken Morris Shen is a warrior. Uh, agree with you very much there, Ken. Sure. But um, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I said sure. He's a warrior. Yeah, he, he's he's a he's a, a Shanahan like guy, and uh, in terms of uh, how he plays and uh, and how I feel about him on this team. His role on this team, uh, I, you know, Shanahan, I, I love, I love Shen. Shen's a uh, very key player on this team, and a, and a, and a like a perfectly built guy for the playoffs.
2: Yep. Meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes yes. kind of guy.
0: Lunch yeah. pail. Lunch
1: pail player. Lunch pail.
2: Lunch love pail. Um, how many other cliches can we get out here? Uh, uh, he's he, involved in uh, Donny Brooks. Puts the meat on the burner.
0: <laughs> that's a meat on the burner that's a meat on the burner
1: uh, so at this point with the O'Reilly goal the Blues had 12 goals in the series all of them came from three different players David Perron with five O'Reilly with four and Jordan Cairo who has been kind of still maligned a little bit by fans in this series he had three so we'll obviously everybody who watch this game knows that that changes in this game but at this point I'll admit, that was a thought in my head, like, okay, where's this excellent depth we've been waiting to see uh-huh. all playoff? You know, we, yeah. we, we talked last show about how sod has been very non-existent in this series. Uh, Buchnevich, Tarasenko, Barbashev, even to a certain extent Thomas, uh, just not seeing the points getting put up by these guys. So uh, you, you kind of expected to hope to see more later in this game, but we'll get to that in a little bit. So uh, the Wild do tie it, as Kurt alluded to. Uh, they score on the power play after Letty interferes with Jordan Greenway. Uh, Karel Kaprizov scores his sixth of the series after snapping the puck high past Bennington, who was heavily screened by Felino. So I love this play from Felino, actually. Um, it just, again, as a hockey fan, not as a Blues fan. Um, because he gets the puck behind the net. He ends up cycling it uh, up high. And then the, I mean, without even hesitation, he just finds a small path to get to the front of the net. And then he knows Kaprizov is going to be there to shoot it. And he goes right where he needs to be. Bennington had no chance, could not see this puck. And just a great this, shot from Kaprizov as well.
0: This, uh, this was a penalty that led to this power play. Yes. This was a <laughs> he pretty much, uh, tackled the guy, mm. um, but uh i you know I, I this play fantastic conversion by the wild but i'm going to nitpick on Pareko here he plays this soft he doesn't get out to he doesn't get out to uh caprice uh, right. like he should have i mean he, he's, right. he's 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 there he's he could have strided out and gotten a stick on that shot and he didn't do
2: it yeah, I mean, that's that was what I thought too, right? He had all he, Pareko given his size, all he had to do was take a half stride out and he just stayed low and threw a stick at it and by that point it was too late and, you know, great screen by, um I think it was Foligno and just no yeah. chance for Bennington on that. But, but yeah, Pareko totally, totally should have done better, you know, Gapping up there and and keeping the, getting the stick on it and not letting that get to the net. Yeah, he's
0: in no man's land. He's he's he if he strides out a couple more feet, you know, I mean it's a bang bang play, but he has time. You watch the replay, you got to react, right? And he didn't react. He just kind of stood there with the stick out, but he was he was still away from caprizov and it. Yeah, it, great shot. I mean, it was a it was a nice goal, but. You know, you look back on it, and you're like, Pareko could have done something about that, and he didn't. And it just – that's that's the knock on Pareko, that kind of thing exactly right there that uh, that drives fans bonkers. He can play great for a while, and then he has one of those moments. It's like, what are you doing? Get out there. Mm-hmm. Get in the way. Get your stick out yeah. there. Your, your stick is nine feet long. Get it out
1: there. Right. Yep. Um, so Winnie Unlimited is responding to you, um, but I think he yeah. hit his character limit, so we'll let him <laughs> – continue on well, um he does say
0: okay so he says
1: well Shen's well head. i was I, I was gonna give us some more shen talk at, maybe at the start of the next segment okay. so All right. yeah well, we can roll fine, through this and find dad let's go <laughs> move on <laughs> like i said i think he's got more coming because I, I think he hit his character limit so is there a character uh, okay let's let him get yeah there is yep okay 200 <laughs> so yeah we'll let him We'll let him add to that if he has anything else to add. Looks like he does. Uh, so the Wild uh, score again with the man advantage after uh, Robert Thomas takes a two minute slashing penalty. This one was a little more questionable for me, uh, unless I'm remembering this one wrong too. Uh, he did get him, but I thought it was a very minor slash.
0: It was between the hands.
1: Yeah. He didn't get him on the hands. Between the hands.
0: Yeah, yeah. between the hands. I, I mean, it was in that area. Where they'll 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 call it you know at any time you know that there sticks up there, but uh, honestly, is that a slash? Eh. It shouldn't be. I mean, it, no. it's 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 not it's not a I don't know. I mean, it's, is it? It's it, not. This, th- this it's this not what is, you
2: is, want to see called in the playoffs. No,
0: this is the kind of call that is made when and you hear fans gripe, let them play. But this is a nothing play. It doesn't affect anything, and it's called. Um, it didn't affect the play whatsoever. It's like one-handed stick, I think, on a, one maybe two up high on the on the handle or something. But it was it wasn't much. Uh, but whatever, technically penalty, so fine, call it, kill it. But they didn't.
1: Yep. So uh, good puck movement from the Wild as the Blues were collapsed low on Bennington. Kevin Fiala feeds it in front to Kaprizov, who's pretty well covered, I thought, by yeah. Bortuzzo and O'Reilly. But you know, we kind of mentioned this earlier. Just a, I mean, just a beautiful quick play by uh, Kaprizov to uh, get it on his backhand and then all in the same motion, put on his forehand and fire it, beat Bennington high again. Um, Just an unbelievable goal. And and for Kaprizov, his seven goals now in this series are the most in one series in wild history. And something tells me that if anyone's going to beat that, it's going to be Kaprizov again in the future because that dude has got a promising career ahead of him.
0: This play, um, this is all, I mean, he doesn't even get, it's all like wrist flick. It's, you know, he he receives it on his backhand. It's like, backhand forehand shot, it's off. He didn't dust it off. He pulls it on his backhand right to the forehand. I mean, in a phone booth, right? Like, and it's off his, it's on and off his tape in half a second or less, tenth of a second. And it's just, and it's and from backhand to the forehand, and then, and then where he put it on Bennington. Upper upper blocker, like, just tucked in the corner. Yeah, Had to surprise the hell out of Bennington. Surprise the hell out of me. That was an amazing world-class shot.
2: Fantastic.
0: Right. How, how do you stop that?
2: Right. The the whole time, I'm, like, I, I'm wanting to find fault. Like, Portuzo, why did you go so, you know, screaming into the corner like that? You left him wide open. No, he did a great job of getting open and beating two players with sticks on him yeah. to get that shot off. I mean, yep. just... That that could be could be goal of the playoffs so far with just how quickly he got that off. I wasn't end, even mad. Endpoint accurate. I was. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't was even hurt. mad at this. I, I,
0: I, I was after impressed. the first goal. The first goal, I was a little irritated that that he got the shot off. This one, I'm like, I just threw my hands up. I'm like, well, that's just a fantastic play. How do you stop that? I can't blame anybody. Yeah. Really. What you, I mean,
1: what can you do? You it was know, good
0: coverage. It was just a, a world class goal by a world class player. You tip your hat. Okay, you're down two to one. Fix it.
1: Yep. Come out, play tougher in the second period, and uh, yeah. you hope that's that's what they do. But yeah, I mean, I same as you, Kurt. The minute that that puck goes in, you know, I yeah. I literally just sat there with my arms crossed, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say about that. You know, yeah. like <laughs> can't get mad because yeah, holy you, shit, you, what a great fucking goal that was!
0: You can't get and and that kind of and that goal is not gonna make like top play of the night. When really, that's an extremely impressive goal. That I mean, yeah. it's not a highlight reel necessarily goal because he's standing still. It's more of a flick. But man, I, I, right. people it's, who haven't played the game don't understand right. how hard that shot is.
1: That's And that's exactly what I was going to say is that that's a play that if you see it in men's league, like even the other team who got scored on is skating up to the guy going, dude, that was a nice fucking goal. Yeah, like, I, really I mean, nice. I've done that before. Like, damn, dude, that was great. You know, and it's like, again if you like you said if you don't if you don't play the game and know how hard that is to do in one motion, you may not That's appreciate crazy, how beautiful it is.
0: yeah not just one motion too it was just like on and off his blade and a, a blink yeah, it's crazy.
1: So uh mentioned in the second period you want the blues to come out well, they did uh, but it took a while. um the yeah. wild I thought had some pretty good pressure. Uh, early in the second and uh, Bennington had to come up big. You know, we talked uh, last game, like game four, Kurt and I at least, that um, I thought he looked a lot more comfortable in net than the last time we saw him start in Colorado. Um, and I think we're seeing the same thing here. I think uh, his rebound control has been great. Um, puck movement. I mean, he he literally helped the Blues get out of their zone multiple times. As compared to uh, what we saw from Marc Andre Fleury, who basically refused to go behind his net at all. Uh, but I thought it at this point in the game, Jordan Bennington is the difference. He's the one that's that's it's keeping it two to one. It's a close game, and he's playing great hockey on a very boisterous crowd in Minnesota that's you know, trying to get their team going, and they're getting plenty of chances, but he's shutting the door.
2: Um, I was going to say, uh, Biddington, I thought, you know, he, he. it wasn't like the Wild had dominant chances and were completely running away with the game, but Biddington was so solid in the second period, just making all the saves, you know, doing all the right things. Um, you know, there, how many times did the Wild get odd man rushes, you know, outnumbered situations, and it always seemed to be on his glove hand side and mm-hmm. and he was he was there for it uh they kept trying to go low uh which i i kind of suspected they would do um but both capri soft schools upstairs um you know and, i i think the blues did also did a good job of getting in lanes and blocking shots you know when they weren't shorthanded so you know the defensively the second period was a very impressive uh, stretch for the Blues, I thought, and yeah, great to have a veteran like Brandon out on this team, huh, boys?
0: Uh, exactly. I, yeah. you know, I, um, I was just enjoying the game at this point, hoping the Blues were going to score next, right? Because you don't know, we want to go down three to one. And uh, but this was a nice back and forth, you know, period. I thought the the Blues had some good chances. The Wild had some good chances. They're back and forth. It was a good It was a good hockey game. Uh, up to this point, Bennington's playing well. Um, yeah, and then uh, and then there's the there's the sod goal, I guess. Uh, yeah, so sod nets his
1: ago. first his first of the series. Is Kyrie shovelled it in front from the far boards, and sod's there to tip it past Flurry. Uh, he was covered, I thought, really well by Jared oh, yeah. Spurgeon, but he yeah. just found a way to get a stick on the puck, which you have to appreciate. Again, somebody who, when I play forward, I drive the net. I all the time love to say like, oh yeah, I could deflect uh, that, but I don't even touch right. it. To have a guy draped all over you and still get to be able to get a, a stick on on the puck and and keep it on net too, uh, just uh, beautiful stuff from Brandon Sott.
2: Yeah, and and it wasn't like it was a you know a, a pass along the ice that he deflected. That was that was three inches off the ice and you just saw, I love going back and watching this over and over again, the positioning that Saad took, like he just he angled his body, set his body perfectly in the right position with his stick out and pointed towards the net, letting Kairu know he could throw it that way. And Kairou didn't make any mistakes, hit him, great deflection by Saad. Uh,
0: well, the Wild ball. fans were... Uh calling this lucky bounce and i think the espn broadcaster even called it a lucky bounce too almost like you know Kyrie threw this towards the net and it went off sod and no, I think v- no, that's a Saad, veteran doing what veterans yes. do in the playoffs yeah. sod's Sa- eyes are on the puck and he's trying to deflect that puck he moves to deflect it and it and so that that was kind of yeah you know, i mean i i like you know i'd like sod to get credit for him actually attempting to deflect the puck and it actually going in and instead of people calling it a lucky bounce. Cause it wasn't a lucky bounce. It wasn't a shot by Kairou that happened to go off a leg of a guy. Who wasn't even looking at the shooter. Right. And it goes in. Right. Not, that's not, that's mm. not the case at all. It was a, it was a tip. It was a, it was a good deflection. Right. Just the
2: I, I Yeah. Just the tip. Just the tip.
0: If Sidney Crosby had shot that puck, it had been a fantastic play, you know, a right. fantastic look to get that puck to that, to that stick.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And watching um, watching the condensed game a couple of times today on um, the NHL app, they uh, they used the Minnesota feed for it, and they yeah. the the announcers were you know at first thought for sure it went off Spurgeon's shin into the net, mm-hmm. and then West Walls picked up that or not West Walls whoever the the, the color guy is I think Walls is like Rivers and Viderco and does the <sighs> um in studio work but uh whoever whoever the color guy is said you know picked it up and it's like wow that's a good deflection so
1: uh i, I good. that's gonna that's gonna drive me crazy because uh is it bob kurtz no I, I feel like i should know this uh ryan carter uh, i don't know doesn't matter Well, tell you what, we have time to figure that out, guys, because we're going to take a little break before we talk about the third period. And uh, I do want to mention Winning Unlimited's response to Kurt's question. So we'll talk a little bit more about Braden Shen. And uh, we'll talk about the rest of the NHL as well when we come back after hearing from our friends over at Center Ice Brewery.
0: Do you like hockey? Of course you do. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Are you 21? let's hope so. If you answered yes to all of those questions, run on down to your local beer distributor and pick up a 2 4 of Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, or any other delicious hockey themed beer from Center Ice Brewery. That's right, Center Ice Brewery beer is available at various beer stores around town, so check around for the one closest to you. That's Center Ice Brewery. Let's go, Blues!
1: So Kurt, on uh, last show we talked about our my favorite Dr Pepper variant, right? And uh, nice. I said it was the dark berry, but I was not able to find it as they re released it. Uh, I found it tonight at Schnucks, so I got a couple oh, nice. twelve packs. So yeah, if we uh, we do a show together or we get together anytime soon, I'll I'll bring you one. It's very good. Nice, Bill, you a Dr Pepper drinker?
2: Oh yes. I, ha- okay. I had me a Dr Pepper with my Panda Express for lunch today. There you beautiful. go.
0: Sounds good. <laughs> Panda Express. Man, you know what Wait, I love? Did though? you go? Did you go orange chicken? Of course I did. Okay,
1: that's the best that's, one. That's the thing
0: to get, right? At uh, yep. Panda. Right. Yeah.
1: right. I, uh, mm. that was my best part about living in Dallas is because you know Dr Pepper's from Waco, which is what about an hour, hour and a half south of do Dallas. Do you think
0: of? Do you think of uh, uh, Stephen Koresh when you hear Waco?
2: I always do. David Koresh.
0: No, David Koresh. Sorry, David Koresh.
2: Yeah. No, I, I totally do. And every time you know, Julie, loves watching, yeah, Julie loves watching, um, um, what is it, Fixer Upper, and that's based there. And the whole time yeah. I'm like, I wonder the, how many of these people were part of that cult. The Branch Davidians, right? That's yep. what they were called. Remember that, Jeff? Yep. Was it before your time? Oh, yeah. No, I was- remember that.
1: Yeah.
0: That was like ninety three or four. Ninety three, yeah. It's it's yeah. hard to that remember was... if
1: I. It's hard to know if I actually remember it, if I or if I just have heard all about it. But I, I think I remember it. Uh, so yeah, with uh, with you know Waco's where Dr Pepper invented, and they got a Dr Pepper museum by the way, which was pretty cool. Um, oh. yeah, it's real nice. Um, real cool stuff in there, but um. Best part about it was I remember when I went down to interview for the job, they took me out for lunch after my interview before I flew back to St. Louis, and uh, I they they had uh, asked you know hey Jeff what don't you order first what do you want and I was like oh you know blah 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 and I'll take a you guys have Dr Pepper down here you know if you go to the East Coast a lot of places don't have Dr Pepper and they all just laughed and they're like dude you're in Dr Pepper country every place down here has Dr Pepper and I'm like. That's I was like Mr. Pibb. And they're like, no, fuck Pibb. Pibb's doesn't even exist down here. And I'm like, that's amazing. So, yeah, every place what I would ask him Dr. for Pepsi Pepper. in
0: Atlanta, Jeff.
1: That's and they would, they would literally ask me, like, you know, how here they'd be like, you know, oh, we've got Coke products, Pepsi, blah, blah, blah. If you go to a restaurant, there it's, we've got Dr. Pepper and we've got others. And it's like, yes,
0: leave so me with Dr. Do they, Pepper. Do they say, I'd, I'd like a Dr. Pepper Coke?
1: No, no, they do not. You know how
0: you yeah. know how people order everything's a yep. something Coke,
1: right? That's yeah, that's Which in is, the South, but not that's, in Texas. That's, that's the other part of the South. Yeah, that's the dumbest. That's like the, that's the East dumbest South. thing. The Southeast, I guess, is the best way to say it. Yeah, that's
0: a, it's a stupid. I mean, Coke's a brand. Why 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 do that? I don't I get Yeah, a, I, I remember when I when I, when I was in. Uh,
1: I stopped in Alabama at a gas station when we were driving out of Florida. No Pepsi, I Coke. Apparently we're on story time right now, but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I stopped at an, at a Alabama gas station on my way to Florida. And, uh, the guy, like I hand him my Dr. Pepper that I was going to get. And, uh, he goes just the Coke. Right. And I go, uh, no, it's a Dr. Pepper. And he goes, no, no, no. But I mean, it's a Coke. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm in Alabama. I'm like, yes, just the Coke. I'm like, that's so weird. <laughs> Uh, So, Kurt, you want to mention uh, the Braden Shen comments from uh, Mr. Winning Unlimited?
0: Uh, Yeah. Let's see. What does he say? He says uh, the Shen hit on uh, Kaprizov looked bad, but the head isn't the principal point of contact. So probably not a suspendable hit, but could be a boarding or charging call uh, after leaving the feet. Uh, He also says uh, Shen hits Dumba when Flurry covers the puck in game one. A little late. Dumba doesn't have the puck. Shen isn't attempting to play the puck. Penalty, yes. Suspension, no. Uh, I think, and and this is kind of the general tone or these three or four uh, checks that were presented as suspendable, you know, major penalties. It should, it should have been five-minute majors, game misconduct uh, type plays. And I was I was like, I, I'm i not seeing that whatsoever. Trying to be as objective as possible. Um, trying not to wear my homework goggles, uh, like I think this this gentleman was doing uh, with uh, the, his wild goggles but uh yeah I, I, to to say that Shen has gotten away with four major penalties that weren't even called penalties at all um is quite the reach uh I mean penalty two minute penalties and minor penalties yeah you can give him a couple penalties for leaving his feet you know uh, and not you know not playing the puck and playing the you know playing the body hitting him high a little bit those are those can be minor penalties, okay. I'll give you that. But uh, major penalties with uh, game misconduct, I so don't see that whatsoever.
1: The three dirtiest things that I've seen in this series: one, Spurgeon on Buchnevich. No question in my mind that oh, yeah. that to me should have been at least a game. At least
0: and and the hockey world, it's not just blues fans. If you go on like hockey, Reddit, NHL, Reddit, everyone is like, how is that not a suspension?
1: How that's an attempt to injure clear as day. It is a
0: blatant attempt to injure. I mean, there's no other, it couldn't be anything else.
1: So that that's number one, number two to me. And I'm not, I'm really trying to not wear my Homer glasses here. But Baldi's hit on Letty in game one. I thought that was pretty dirty. That was that was uh, that was
0: dangerous. That was a
1: dangerous mm, that and, was a and very I'll even say I, I would have been fine with just a two minute penalty there, no supplemental discipline. I just thought of what we've seen, that was the second dirtiest thing we've seen. And <laughs> yeah. to me, the third dirtiest was what Winning Unlimited mentioned. Uh, uh Shen's hit on Dumbo when Flurry covered the puck in game mm-hmm. one. I thought that was a little excessive. He took but a at run. The end at him. Of the, Sure. But at the end of the day, again, that's a two-minute penalty. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything that would warrant a, a major or a suspension or even a fine. Yeah, yeah. and that's that was my
0: entire stance um, about that. I d- and I wanted to balance it out some other people, and I know that you know I'm talking to Blues fans here, but you know, trying to be objective, I I don't have a horse. I, what do I care if if Shen got away with something? I I'll, I'll say if he got away with something, I should have should have gotten the penalty. You know, I said earlier oh, in this game that the. The, I didn't think uh, it was a it was a cross check or a trip or whatever um, on Barbashev when he was knocked down. The blue score on the power play. I didn't think that was a penalty, really. So um, yeah, I, I'm 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 trying to be honest here. I'm not trying to be a homer. What do I care? I, I, if he got away with one, I'd, I'd kind of say, yeah, he got away with one. But yeah. I don't think these are major penalties, guys. Oh, not, I, I say that right.
1: almost every game. And I've said it on Twitter. I've said it on this show. I've said it in front of other people when the blues get yeah. away with a penalty i call it out i'm like oh blues just got away with one there and, like I'll and admit. i haven't
0: heard i haven't heard anybody else complaining that shen should be getting majors and isn't you know i, I you may say some people say oh shen should have gotten a 2 minute there for rough or 2 minute there for boarding uh, you know but a major or you know i know that's that's pretty that's pretty rough that's for for those calls and if you're calling a major on shen there then Spurgeon is suspended five games. Oh yeah. For what? He for did. sure. I mean, that's we're going if we're going to go that, if we're going to give Shen a major for one of his hits that's been laid out, then Spurgeon's gone for almost the series.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Cuz it's just mm-hmm. 10 times dirtier and 10 times more blatant injured than anything Shen's done.
2: Well, <clears throat> the wheel of justice is hard at work mm-hmm. this off season. Did you guys see the Jamie Benn high sticking fine? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I mean, he's, it's, it's, it's spearing. He speared Andrew Maggiapani in the face through the net and gets a $5,000 fine. And then the very next game gets another fine for tripping. At what point do you not just suspend the douchebag? Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous.
1: No, I agree. You get it. it, Literally, somebody showed the the tweets side by side. Jamie Ben gets a fine 5,000 maximum, blah, 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 blah. And then the same fucking thing, just different incident. And it's like, okay, he literally got fined twice. Where, when do you take into account that he's right. a repeat offender within a game of each other? Yeah. Like you got to, I don't care if the second one was very minor and it was like, we kind of have to do something. You have to move that up to at least a game suspension. If you just find him the game before. Eh, ridiculous. It's
0: like the fine. It's like the fine on Spurgeon. Uh, I'm, uh, yeah. on Spurgeon. It's, it, it sh- should have been more. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're saying, well, he's not a repeat offender. That's because people are getting fines. I mean, and you know, and we talked about this too, as far as like, does the fine put them in a category um, where it makes them more apt to get suspended, but not necessarily a repeat offender kind of a thing.
1: By the rule book, it does, but they don't follow that at all.
0: And Jamie Ben plays the.
1: Uh, you're a kind of a Ben fan there, Jeff. But I, Jamie Ben, you have to bring that up every damn time, don't you?
0: Well, well, he's he's <laughs> he's a he's a borderline. He he toes the line for dirty play, and he and he that's takes why shots. I like him. He takes shots at people. He'll behind the play, you know, stick in the gut, you know, stuff like that as they're going to the bench, and he'll he'll do shit like that, like a lot of players do. But it just seems like he gets either caught doing it, or I notice he does it more, or maybe he does do it more. Um, he, he just more. seems like that kind of player that uh, that just does that kind of shit uh, a little more than anybody else. And so in my mind, he's he's kind of a he's a dick player and a, a yeah. guy who's on your team you love, uh, not on your team you know not so much. Yep.
1: Uh, so starting off here in the third period, Blues do take the three-two lead. Uh, O'Reilly uh, dumps the puck into the zone. Bucinavich retrieves it, slides it in front to a waiting Tarasenko, who one time to pass Flurry. Uh, I thought this was a horrible defensive play by the Wild. Uh, they had three players that collapsed low, one on each side of the net, and then one guy was directly on Bucinavich. But no one picked up Tarasenko, crashing the net.
0: You like this. I have the exact same thing noted down to mention too, the exact same thing you just said. So we saw it the same
1: yeah it it's it, it was a uh, they they play basically their structure was great they they had it played correctly but one they let the pass get through and two nobody even saw Tarasenko come into the net who was coming off the bench just a, a – a, I mean if I'm Dean Evison I'm fucking every player on the rink. Get the hell off. You ain't playing for the next 10 minutes at least. Like what the hell was that?
0: <laughs> it was you and you and your are you're not playing anymore. <laughs> I <Coach> dude, <laughs> I would
1: I would bench every player. I'd have to go out there and skate myself because everybody would be benched. I think you'd get <laughs> fired pretty quick. <laughs> but no, that that was awful. I mean, that late in the game, a tie series, tie game, and that, well, oh my God, Tarasenko had all the time in the world to get a good shot off.
0: We've talked about a hockey game is just one team who can take advantage of more mistakes by the other team. And this was a slight mistake by the by the, uh, the Wild and and not picking up Tarasenko, and uh, they they cost him. Yep. Now they now did. it's our Russians' turn, right?
1: That's right. Right. Yeah. The veteran Russian time for him to step up.
0: Yeah, sit down, kid.
1: So speaking of stepping up for Tarasenko, he scores another one. Blues break into the zone. Barbashev finds Tarasenko, who had again. I mean, and again, this is a this is a break in. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so you know, every now and then you're gonna find a little bit of room, but you got to have a body on Tarasenko, um, who he just found room, sniped a shot from the top of the left faceoff circle. Bunch of players kind of moving in front of Flurry goes over his glove. Um, I I did see some wild fans and, and Bill, I'm going to direct this at you first, uh, who said that Flurry should have had this one. Uh, what are your thoughts on this goal? Do you, I thought this was a great shot from Tarasenko and uh, a well placed because of the bodies in front, but maybe you saw it differently.
2: Um, no i i I, I saw another world class NHL talent with a great shot i mean yeah it's 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 got to be sour grapes for them to to try to pin that on flurry it's it it was just a beautiful shot i mean just under the bar in it you're not stopping it and you know i i I would challenge them to go out and try even even (laughs) go you know whenever you know whenever the next time you're at the hockey hall of fame or the NHL skills competition thing comes through your town, go there and, and try to stop the, you know, just the, the foam pucks at pro level uh, in the simulators, you're not going to do it. It was a beautiful shot by Tarasenko. And
1: And, and again, add, add getting bodies in front too, you know, he's he's
2: dealing with the players.
0: Well, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't pick it up like he, I mean, it, if he sees the shot the whole way, he yeah. probably makes it. He save. picked
2: it up. He picked it up very late. And yeah. And you can tell, tell, right? tell when he saw it. Right.
0: You can tell when he saw he, it. He saw it, but it was already too late. They knew it off the post and in. So, uh, I mean, now on some replays, I can understand why some wild fans might think that it looked bad because they're not seeing that he can't see pick up the puck. So it looks like he kind of just waves at it and just doesn't make a good effort. But uh, I think there's a lot more to it than that. I mean, he's Flurry's a pretty good goalie. You know, he's not just gonna like wave at it and and miss it. Even though even though most goals on Flurry are uh, are glo- high glove high blocker now, but but still, Torpchenko, give him some credit for starting this play in our own zone. Yeah, he oh, yeah. he's the one that he's the one that uh, chipped it out, got the puck on the boards, and then uh, a pass out to Tarasenko, who then gave it to Barbashev mm. and then back to Tarasenko. So.
2: Yep. Or- right and, and all credit to Barubi right Barubi did everything he could to get Tarasenko the additional minute mixed up his line mates i mean there were three different looks with Tarasenko in this game you had you had him starting with Barbashev and Bushnevich you know that that didn't click all that well but you know he had him out double shifting a lot of times with um torpchenko and bozak on the fourth line which he did in uh game four as well um and then you know that that line i i don't know if it was a case that uh Barbashev was you know it was his time to change but it that looked like they sent those three out there and they went out with purpose Torpchenko did such a great job of driving the zone and Mm. pushing the D off that gave Tarasenko the lane to take that shot.
1: You mentioned that line that they had put together and and clearly, again, they have 11 forwards. So you're going to see some different matches, but uh, Bozak, Torpchenko and Tarasenko, I thought defensively that line was really good. Um, Bruby i I'd have to see the numbers, but fairly certain Bruby put them out there on a lot of defensive zone face offs and and with good reason I thought they looked really good together um tarasenko has proven in his older years that I say older years he's really not that old, but as he's become more of a veteran in the NHL, he's a pretty good defensive player when that's the type of game he needs to play. And I, I thought that line was great. I mean, not saying I want to see Tarasenko in a defensive role all the time, but if he's got the jump and he can play, you know, in a in a first, second line and then also fill in on your fourth line, uh, I love it. I think that's a, a great look for him. And I'll add in, in this goal to one of my favorite parts. And, and I probably have not done this, honestly, like since my early 20s. Uh, when they scored this goal, they, they instantly showed wild fans on the ESPN feed, and everyone just looked so dejected and was just, they looked like they were the saddest sack of people. And I, like I said, I have not done this probably since my early 20s. I jumped up out of my seat. And I gave the double bird, and I was just like, "Yeah, fuck you, Minnesota!" Like, I, I couldn't I, help myself. I lost I, it. It was amazing.
0: I'd do that. Yeah. It's just like a it's I, like an energy release for me.
2: Yeah, mine mine actually was directed at Flurry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I jumped up and said, "Fuck you, Flurry!"
1: It, it, I'm glad to see I wasn't it wasn't alone. It, it is. It's, and as it's soon as that, you say it, it's really like
0: insane. oh i feel so immature <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's totally a mature moment <laughs> <laughs> uh so the blues pull the goalie uh and uh I'm sorry the wild pulled the goalie that would have been ridiculous if the blues pulled big yeah. how much uh, how much
2: time did the wild pull the goalie with uh there was only about two minutes, minutes right
1: 12 and uh, a half it minutes like, it,
2: was, it was like four wasn't it three
0: was yeah. no it was
2: it was three it was in the threes yeah, and, yeah three something
0: yeah, not, so, seven. not seven, not seven. Jesus Jesus yeah. not seven.
1: So the
2: wild pull the goalie
1: and the blues cram it up the middle. Uh, Butch David steals the puck slides to Tarasenko at the blue line. He sends it 120 feet into the open cage, completes the natural hat trick and uh, his second career hat trick for Tarasenko in the postseason. His previous was also against Minnesota in game two of the 2015 Western Conference first round. So, uh, quite the capper for Terrasenko who hadn't scored yet in the series and then comes up huge for the blues in the third period of game five.
0: Yeah. You were right. wondering well, when he was going to come out of it. Eventually. Right.
2: What was the, what was the stat? I, I think, I don't know if you already mentioned it, but I, I saw it in the outline that at that point, only three blues had scored the entire series. Shen yeah. O'Reilly or uh, sorry, Kyra uh, well, Perron and this O'Reilly. Game. Cause yeah, side yeah, game. game. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Well, and then even after the first period, because O'Reilly was the one that scored. So it was only three right. Blues had goals. Yeah. And then finally Saad comes up huge. And then Tarasenko comes up even bigger in this third period. And the floodgates have opened, folks. The Blues are scoring goals again. It
0: should not go without being said that the Blues put on a defensive clinic in this period, uh, protecting this lead, uh, their two-go oh, lead.
2: Eight, how good was eight Brian minutes- O'Reilly?
0: Ryan, or Ryan the, the entire yeah, the entire team, eight minutes straight, almost eight minutes with no whistle, um, and the and most of the play in the neutral zone, the Wild with no sustained pressure, one and done opportunities. Bennington made a couple of really really nice saves, and but other than that, it was just like back and forth, back and forth in the ice, time ticking away, and it was just it was a the Blues put on a defensive clinic. In the third period, it was it was I mean, from what we've watched with his team defensively this season, this was amazing to watch. This was great.
1: So Bennington uh, makes 30 saves on 32 shots, gets the second star. And uh, we talked about it on Monday with him tying uh, as the Blues winningest uh, goaltender in playoff history. He now is the winningest Blues goaltender alone in playoff history with 18 wins. So uh, it's all cake from here for him. Um, Going to take a while for somebody to match that for him, but uh, definitely a, a big night for Bennington. Glad to see he's bouncing back and, and playing some good hockey for the Blues.
0: Yeah, I mean, and uh, it, I, it's it's a no-brainer start for him for game six, right? I mean, you, you yep. can't go back to who, so why would you? No. Um, I think the bigger question in goaltending is, is who starts for Minnesota?
2: It's Flurry. You, you brought him in to get you through. You're living by him, you're dying by him. I I would be shocked if Talbot's in there um, because of that. You know, Flurry's not under contract after this year, right? So, no, right. So, you know, let him lose, let him walk or let him win, and you prove GM right. If you go to Talbot and you lose the game, like, okay, so why, why don't you put him in before the elimination game? No, nah, they've got to go to Flurry. It's got to be Flurry.
1: I agree with Bill. I think you got to move Flurry. He's He's been your guy all series. Switching it up now they, just doesn't make sense to me.
0: See, I, I, I said last game that I would, you know, prior to the game, prior to game five, I said I, I would have gone to Talbot. And, mm-hmm. uh, I, and, if you and, were going to make I,
2: the move, it, it was before game five. That,
0: yeah. that was my, I mean, it was a, like, we talked about it. It could have been a coin flip either. It's not a really a bad decision, a bad choice, but I think I would have done that if I was I going to Talbot, given him the shot. Um, and again, I would go to Talbot in this game. You know, I'm not thinking about contracts. That's obviously a thing, but I just want to win this game. And I think, I think I would go with Talbot tonight. And maybe they should have won with Talbot last game. Not that Florida was bad by any means. But, uh, you know, who knows what happens if Talbot plays.
1: Different look. That's that's different, what I always say. I, like, yeah, back when, when Bennington was struggling uh, and my wife yeah. would get mad at me because I'd say put it in who so. I'm like, it's not even really because I think Bennington's, like, awful. It's give the team yeah. a different look. That's yeah. That's what you got to do sometimes.
0: A lot of times changing a goalie can uh, spark a team and just uh, inspire them to play better. Yep. So, I mean, it's, exactly. it happens. That's the thing.
1: Uh, so, uh, one quote that I did like from Tarasenko in this game, uh, he says after the game, happy to win. Obviously happy to score. I'm not going to lie, but more happy to win. And uh, that just goes along with everything he's ever said, honestly. Um, he's always a team first guy, which I appreciate and uh, love seeing Love seeing him have some success here with the blues in this playoff year, but uh, definitely want to see them uh, continue to get some victories under their belt. Uh, Justin Falk and Pavel Buchnevich each had two assists in this game. And we mentioned Marc-Andre Fleury, 27 saves on 31 shots. Uh, So fellas, let's go ahead and take a quick look over here at game six. Uh, It'll be 830 Thursday night in St. Louis. Um, so we talked Bennington or Huso. I think we we agree it's going to be Bennington. Uh Let's run through it real quick. Bill, you I think agree with me. It's going to be Flurry. Kurt, what's your call?
0: I think it's going to be Flurry, but I would I I mean I would do Talbot. But I think we uh, will put Flurry in. But I I think I think Talbot should play.
2: Oh, you think he should? I, I thought you. Said I think he should
0: playing. play, but I think Flurry will play.
1: So uh, Enterprise Center should be rocking. So if you're going to the game tomorrow night, uh, let's get ourselves a victory, should we? Uh, Because for me, they better fucking win tomorrow night or else I'm going to punch crappy goalie in the nuts because uh, he scheduled an all-day hockey tournament on Saturday. Uh, So if there's a game seven, that's when it'll be. So hopefully the Blues close this out tomorrow night. Otherwise, uh, I may have to tell my team, hey, guys, let's lose pretty quick so we can watch game seven.
0: Well, you know they're going to lose on game in game 6 now because you've got a you've got a thing on Saturday. Mm. Better not. <laughs> Jason. Yeah. The la-
2: Jason was so, so disappointed. The,
0: the the last big the last game 7 we had at Enterprise was 2019. Yep. All right. That's true. So So and we laid a big fat stinking egg in that game. So yep. let's That's not true. do that this time.
1: No. I agree. Uh, so, uh, Blues announced today that forward Dakota Joshua and defenseman Steven Santini have been assigned to AHL Springfield. Uh, the playoffs did start tonight for Springfield. They took on the Wilkes-Barre-Scranton-Penguins. I do not have it pulled up what happened in that game, but uh, I'm imagining those two were available for tonight. So, uh, I'm sure that's part of the reason they were sent down, but also because Blues are kind of getting a little healthy.
2: Right. I, I did see that um, a tweet from uh, play-by-play guy uh, Ryan Smith that said uh, Charlie Lindgren had 50 saves in regulation in that game tonight. So it sounds like a barn burner. Wow. Didn't, didn't see what the outcome was, but... Mm. I'm checking now. Let's Chucky sideburns. Chucky sideburns.
1: Wednesday, I love evening. the work them
0: barn burner just real smooth in the conversation.
1: It's part of my vocabulary. I love
0: that term. That's mine too. I love that term.
1: That's a 4-1 win for the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds. So good work, Charlie Lindgren. Nice. Yep. Uh,
2: We love Chucky Sideburns.
1: We do love Chucky Sideburns. So again, the next game for the Blues will be game six in St. Louis, Thursday at 8.30. Possible game seven will be Saturday. They have not announced the time yet, but that will be in Minnesota. I would imagine – That'll be a 7 o'clock game time, but uh, it'll depend on what the other series are doing. But I I doubt they would make that an 8.30 start with it being a Game 7.
2: I was going to say, is it going to be an 11.30 start? Just because, you know, we're in the middle (laughs) and nobody cares.
1: (sighs) Hopefully not. That would suck. So rapid-fire tidbits from around the NHL. Let's get into that. Uh, The Islanders, we mentioned this on the show last week briefly. Sorry, last show briefly, Uh, but they did fire their head coach, Barry Trotz. There's already talk that he's going to be picked up before the ink dries of his firing papers on the island. Uh, First time missing the playoffs in four seasons. He went to uh, the two previous Eastern finals, lost both to Tampa Bay. Uh, Isles finished with a 37-35-10 and 10 record uh, after starting 13 games on the road since the arena was not yet finished. And they also had uh, a lot of COVID issues early on in the year. And I think a lot of people have said if they didn't have that start, if if you take October and November and you, uh, you, know, you, you factor in more home games, you don't have the COVID issues, that's a playoff team because they played great down the stretch. And the Blues can attest to that because they played them twice down the stretch and, and both good games against the Islanders. So, what'd you guys think of this firing? Yeah. Think it was warranted?
2: No, no. no. I, I think no. that I think Trotz paid for um, Lamarillo really mismanaging the defense. Um, Letty walked. They traded Devon Taves And, you know, really, that you know when you talk about the avalanche and the juggernaut that everybody believes they are that last piece that really put them over the top was Devontae, and it was it was just like kind of an under the under the radar trade but a stupid one i think for the aisle to make i mean they they were looking at at cap problems um and, and had you know had to do make some moves but you let Nick Letty, look what he's done for us. You let him walk in free agency um, and give up on Taves so that you can focus on uh, Pelican Pulak and on the back end. And you lost a lot, a lot of experience back there. And, you know, of course, like you said, COVID, COVID killed that team. Yeah. But I, and, I, mean, I, honestly, I think he's paying for the sins of the GM.
1: The way the Blues were ravaged with COVID early in the year, it was the same for the Islanders, but they just didn't have the depth to be able to, to to step in and play great hockey for them. They just, they lost a lot of their top players, and they were basically fielding an AHL team for a good five, six, seven games there, and I don't think they won one of them. I mean, they, they did not look good, so it wasn't until COVID was over, the road trip was over, then they started playing great hockey down the stretch, but too little, too late.
0: Calgary just tied the game in the third period against Dallas. 1-1.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And first goal at home since the first period of game one. This is wow. insane how low scoring this series is. Yeah. It's good defensive hockey. Yeah, basically,
1: uh, I mean, we're seeing great hockey in general, uh, especially goaltending in the series with the Blues. But you want to talk about good defensive hockey, watch this series. Whew. It's been great. Auditor's yeah. been fantastic.
2: Yeah, yes. And that's that is such a great pass by Monjapani to Backlund. Yeah. Ugh. Beautiful. Well, through two sets of legs. Yep. Oh. Yep.
1: Uh so talking about shooting. nice play. So this series right now is two two, as you mentioned, thirteen minutes left here in the third period. Uh game tied one one. So we'll see if there's a probably won't be finished by the time this game's over or the, by the time this show's over. But right now that's how it stands. Uh the other me. another big Western we, Conference series, the Avalanche swept the Predators in four games. Uh I so when I do my bracket challenge, I never pick a sweep. I just I feel so uncomfortable picking a sweep. So whenever I think I, it might be a sweep, I put it as five games. And this was one I was looking at that I'm like, this could be a sweep. And I ugh I hate that I, I didn't, didn't just wh- mark it, but I was too uncomfortable. I did more than one
0: bracket. I did like four brackets. uh, And in a couple of them, I had the Avalanche sweeping uh, Nashville just because I did more than one bracket. And so why not?
2: Yeah, I'm looking mine up right now. I
1: just, I never pick a sweep. I I can't do it. Even if I'm super confident, I just, I I doubt myself too much. And I always just do one bracket because I feel like, you know, I'm just going to get it right. You
2: called the yeah, sweep. I, oh, nice work! I called the sweep. There you go. And I also called a sweep in the series that we're watching right now. So not not too yeah. great.
1: I think so. I picked this one in seven. Uh, no, I, I, in have, seven I have the Kings I I in, in seven.
0: I have I have the Flames in six here.
1: I've got Kings and Six, which that's the next series I want to mention. Darnell Nurse has been suspended one game, uh Oilers top defenseman, for headbutting Philip Deneau of the uh the Kings. He will miss the Oilers must-win game 6 against the Kings Thursday night. Kings lead that series 3 to 2.
2: Right. In and that game 6 is in LA. So Uh Wait, and uh, I said that wrong. In LA. LA. There you go.
1: <laughs> got to say it right. Um, so uh, the rest of the series in the Eastern Conference, we got Florida and Washington. Florida won that tonight, right? So that's a three-two yep. series lead yep, for they them. Won five to three tonight. Toronto and Tampa are at a three-two lead. Toronto had a pretty dramatic win last night against the Lightning. Uh, Carolina's up three-two on Boston and uh, New York Rangers and Pittsburgh Penguins. Rangers right. won tonight to stave off elimination three to two in that series for Pittsburgh. Um, and I'll that's go it. ahead and just, was... just blanket statement to you guys. Any of these series you want to talk about, go right ahead.
0: Well, I was just going to say I that uh, I, I, I just, I put in my bracket and I have Colorado sweeping uh, Nashville in our bracket and the let's go Blues radio bracket. So,
1: well, you're not nice. eligible to win. So too bad. The
0: most nice. important bracket is that one. So that's the one I put the most effort into. So uh, yeah, got that one on the nose so far. So,
2: yeah, um, I had the Blues in
0: five though. Calgary and six, the Blues in Edmonton six. and seven. Okay, I got Blues in
1: six.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm liking seven. that. But yeah, I had I had Calgary in four. I didn't think Dallas had a chance. But I'll tell you what, man, Jake Ottinger whew, for for being the fourth on the death chart when the season started, he's their number one going forward. Oh, he's great. It'd be stupid not to go with him.
1: I was shocked when they. I, and I know they did it because they were unsure with, with Bishop. But when they signed Holtby, I was shocked. I'm like, dude, Ottinger's yeah. your goalie. Like, yeah. that's the guy to roll with. And he started the league. He started the season in the AHL. It's nuts. Yep.
2: Yep. Just didn't make any sense to me. Um, but of of the series, the other series that's, uh, that are going on in the East, um, the one thing I wanted to mention was that the Rangers finally, finally cracked Louis Domingue. I mean, that's, that's insane to me, right? Yeah. The, the Igor Shostakovich, you know, the crown prince of goaltending ending this year, everybody's favorite was getting beat by a guy who's got a YouTube baking channel. That's just <laughs> insane.
0: I have the Rangers going to the uh, Eastern conference finals. Yeah, oh
2: so do boy. I. I know, I have, right? No. Oh, no, no. I have them losing in the second to Carolina. I have yeah. Carolina and Florida in the Eastern Conference final.
1: Well, shit. Now I got to look up my bracket because you guys got me wondering. I think I actually picked Pittsburgh. So let me uh, let me take a look here. But, uh, yeah. yeah, these series have been uh, – so last night I liked uh, going into the series last night, all the, the series that were playing yesterday, all series were tied 2-2. And you got to love that because that means there's bound to be at least one or two game sevens, right? Like that's, that's what we all hope for. They're the best. Let's, yep. Let's go blues. Who do you guys have winning the cup in your bracket? I have Florida
0: winning the cup.
2: Wow. I can't believe that. I cannot believe that.
1: Okay. That so I've lose. got, yeah. I've got Rangers in seven in that series. Uh, so still possible, but I don't think that's going to happen. I also yeah, have Tampa have, beating Toronto, so I don't know about that so do I yep, in I seven. did too.
2: I had Tampa in seven I had Rangers in six huh. so i can't I can't Me get too. that um, I was pretty confident tonight.
1: about Tampa I have Tampa in five <laughs> yeah Oof.
0: uh
1: but yeah, well, I got Carolina winning the cup, which I'm still fairly confident i'm I'm got a chance who, there
0: who do you have in the mm. in the i who do you have uh, blues in Colorado?
1: Uh, blues in Colorado. I have Colorado going to the conference final.
0: Me too. <clears throat>
2: Figure is a safer. This bet. is yeah, yeah. This is where I uh, yeah. I differ from you. I have the Blues beating. I would
0: love. It. I nice. I have a, in my other a couple other brackets. I have the Blues going just for fun. So
2: if I if with, I was, with my with my heart,
0: not my if yeah. If I was betting
1: with my head and my heart at the same time, I think the heart would win out. But to me, I just said. Nah, mm. you you got to go with Colorado here. But, but I also goals. have. I'm I'm a little concerned because I've got Calgary uh, going to the Stanley Cup final. So hopefully yeah. they pull it out I, in the series.
0: I have them I going have to the, the conference final. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: final, yeah. Calgary against. I have Florida. the Blues That's and Flames up. in the in the Western Conference final, and the Blues winning it. Ooh,
1: love it. Should be interesting. It'll be interesting to all see right. how it all plays out, as they say.
2: Mm. Uh, so. Oh, go ahead. Little little ruckus going on in in the Calgary Dallas game. Um, Dubé just uh, made a little contact with Ottinger, who went down like a Premier League soccer defender, <laughs> and there was a lot of face washing going on. So, gotta love. So the
1: my one of my favorite moments to come out of the uh, playoffs, without the um, not including the Blues and Wild series, was Carolina Boston i hate brad marchand don't get me wrong if you've ever heard of this mm. show before you know i hate him but when he just kept yelling at d'angelo you're a racist you're a racist yeah yeah loved that i'm like yeah. damn that's good that is so good oh you guys so see it? uh what,
2: no, what a yeah. shot by shop oh, i
1: just saw it what yeah. a shot Woo. So we got a wow. 2-1 lead now for Cal, uh, Cal- Calgary.
2: Cal Gary, Cal yeah, Gary. This kind of looks like what happened with the Rangers tonight when they all of a sudden just woke up and started pouring them in on yeah. the main.
1: Uh, so uh, Bill, this will probably be mostly directed at you if you have uh, anything to say about it, but Montreal wins the draft lottery. They did have the best odds. Uh, sixth time they win the number one uh, pick in franchise history keep in mind that uh this draft format has only been around since oh geez 1972 i think is that right I, right I, I know is is that right i don't no, know that's right
2: this this draft format like with the lottery, has been around since um 2008 when or no 2012 when they yeah when but they I, s- I
1: mean them just having any type of like draft in general, I think is what that sixth time they've won the number one pick is what that meant.
2: Yeah. So they, they used to get the number one pick frequently because Sam Pollock could just, he was a genius GM and knew when he could unload some of his third line talent, that would be first line talent on other teams and, you know, other teams looking for immediate help and get a first round pick in return. And that team's gonna finish pretty poorly anyway. Um, he did it to the Seals and got Gila Fleur. Um, so it, yeah, it, it's. I think it's. I think it's awesome. You know that uh, that Montreal's got it um, after the uh, terrible start to the season. Um, you know, it, it's it's gonna be. It, you know, loading up the young talent on that team. Um Caulfield and Suzuki look great under San Luis. Um I keep wanting to say Connor Bedard, but he's next year. Um I keep yeah. Um uh, who's who's the consensus number one pick? Um
1: Oh jeez, I,
2: just oh, had I forgot they had Twitter him on. Feed.
1: They had him on. Yeah, I just saw an yeah. interview with him.
2: I saw uh, Carrie Price liked it. It's um uh, Shane Wright. Um, Shane Wright, yeah. So yeah. um, you know, it, he's not a generational talent like Counter Bedard potentially could be uh, next year. Um, But he is going to add, like Suzuki's going to be their number one center for a long time to come. Um, You know, now that they don't have somebody like Bergeron uh, or Bergeron running the team um, and making tons of bad trades. Um, I think Shane Wright is you know, he's going to be another building block, this team and, you know, three or four years could, could look a little bit better than, uh, than the Leafs after, you know, they've brought in, they, they got, um, I'm not saying he's anywhere near Austin Matthews level. Um, but with the talent that they'll build, um, I think, I think they'll, they'll be back in the playoff hunt in three or four years. So,
1: uh, Montreal will host the draft. Uh, first time since 1985 that the home team makes the first selection, fellas. You had to know a trivia question was coming. Who was the uh, the team that had the 1985 draft and they drafted first overall? Hint: This was the first draft not held in Montreal.
0: <sighs> Who had the I draft? just what city?
1: What city? Yeah, our team. Yeah, They're so still I just today.
2: Yeah, I just finished the Down Goes Brown uh history of the NHL, which ends right before the Blues win the cup, by the way. So if you're looking for that, don't read that book. Um huh. it's it's hilarious though. It's it's a great read. Um New York? God. Not New York. It was an original six team though. In it was the um shit, it had to be the Red Wings.
1: It was not the Red Wings. It was the Toronto Maple Leafs. I was going to say Toronto. Yep. And uh, another trivia question. Who was that pick? A very... Wendell Clark is correct. Very nice, Kurt. Something I did not know. Did you know that he was drafted as a defenseman?
2: I did not know that.
1: Yeah. He apparently in juniors, he played defense for the Saskatoon Blades. So... Very interesting. Converted to wing. Uh, you see that more in baseball. You don't see that as much in hockey. Uh, once he joined the uh, the big leagues. One uh, well, with Mark, uh, uh whom a lot of people feel is the best Maple Leaf ever. Mm, yeah, he's up there. Yeah.
0: And they yeah. had a discussion, uh, Gretzky and uh, Will Arnett and a couple others on the panel on TNT one night. And uh, they had favorite or best Maple Leaf ever. And I think, man, Gretzky might have said...
2: Wendell Clark maybe that's interesting Someone Someone it's interesting because he he you know he kind of chased the game towards the end of his career and went went some places you wouldn't expect him to go um you know he played few other teams other than Toronto so mm-hmm. but obviously known most for his time in Toronto um yeah, still w- you know still part of that that uh, alumni community hardcore I would have said uh,
1: Joaquin (laughs) Libstrom.
2: I would have gone Dave Keon.
1: Dave? Yeah, uh... Dave Keon's up there, for sure. Uh, So, in the draft lottery, if you're interested, uh, you can check out the full draft lottery uh, coming up. Uh, Yeah, I know, Kurt. We're wrapping it up now. Jesus. Uh... (laughs) New Jersey, on, that's all. New Jersey gets the second, Arizona, the third, Seattle, the fourth and Philadelphia gets the fifth. And again, check out the rest of the lottery. If you're interested, uh, over at HL.com or wherever you get your hockey news, um, guys, the, the producers giving me the, the wrap it up signal. So yeah. I think we're going to wrap her up. Uh, but, uh, anything else you guys want to add before we, uh, close up shop?
0: Shen is not a dirty suspendable player. I think that has been mm. proven tonight. Agree. Beyond a reasonable. Has camp. he ever been suspended? Uh, I'm going to guess. Yes.
2: Yeah. At, at some point he's, he's had to have served a game, um, but no, he, he is the guy on this team that knows how to play right. With up the to flyers, the game, but not go over.
0: He had a three game suspension with the flyers. Mm.
2: Uh,
0: for charging. <laughs> Which is what uh, they wanted to give him a, you know, this series a
2: couple times. Yep, leaving his feet.
1: All right, boys. So let's not forget tomorrow night, all important Game Six. Hopefully, the Blues close her up. As I said, we've been doing two show two two week two. I can't even say this right. Two shows per week. Uh, We're going to try to continue that throughout the playoffs. So, uh, but we will not have one over the weekend. So hopefully. But the time next time we talk to you next week, the Blues will be in the second round. Uh, hopefully won't be wrapping up the season. So we
0: Maybe will we'll see. Maybe we'll do a Discord after one of these, uh, after game six or something. or seven. That could be
1: fun. I could yeah, probably, yeah. I'd be down mm-hmm. for that.
2: Yeah, I almost jumped in there just to see if anybody was in there last night because I could not fall asleep for the life of me.
1: Oh, I, game I didn't seven?
2: have to work for that. I, I had to get up and walk around.
1: Monday? Is that right? Game uh, seven is game game, game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, it'll be Saturday. Remember, Jeff can't watch it because he's got to play yeah, hockey.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was thinking tomorrow. For some reason, I was thinking six was on Saturday for a second.
1: Yeah. You're crappy right. okay. Goalie is not live with us tonight. I know he will be podcasting Thursday morning, so I'm just going to say this now for him. I still hate you, Crappy Goalie. How dare you schedule a hockey tournament in May? What is wrong if- with you? you
0: want to if you want to join us if we if we're on discord uh, jump on discord after the after game six uh, uh, let's go slash discord and uh chat some hockey with us
1: yeah uh, and that's, that's a it. much different experience it's not just the three of us talking and you listening or commenting you actually can join us and talk with us so if you have something to can. say we'd yeah. love to hear from you yep chat it anybody up. Ex- anybody except Austin Lynch you're not welcomed uh, I see in my, uh, in the in, real quick in the YouTube chat, Frosty says, Go Blues. I'm wondering if that is my good friend, Cortland Frost, who I've played hockey with since high school. If that's you, buddy, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Uh, so, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthetidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthetidlife.com and get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthetidlife.com, RockinThatIDLife at gmail.com and tell them let's go blues radio sent you. Also by Center Ice Brewery, which provides drinks brewed in our fair city and is available throughout the city and county at numerous grocery stores, liquor stores, and bars. There you go, Bill. You got it. Uh, Including at Enterprise Center. Visit centericebrewery.com to find a vendor near you. That is centericebrewery.com. That will do it for episode 37 of season 10 of the original St. Louis blues hockey podcast. Let's go blues radio. Thanks for listening. And thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. Cheers to all of you and cheers to our podcasting audience as well. As I hold up my Duff beer glass, uh, for Kirk price and bill day, I'm Jeff Ponder. And this was let's go blues radio until next time everyone fuck you jordan greenway and let's go blues
2: let's go blues uh
0: how about a couple of big hits by Braden shen and then a game six victory
1: we <laughs> don't play saturday
2: uh the chiefs are at home tonight against Sport at the war memorial at eight good seats are still available I think that went very
1: well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers.
2: I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. (laughs)
1: St.
2: Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? Only well, just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now oh, there's no more blues, for oh, I'll say, Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a
0: hockey team, my friend.